The movie this episode is Robin Hood. Jaron texted me, and he's well, like, right, Evan, you're watching Robin Hood. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. So I sat down in my chair, and I watched Robin Hood. It's it's worth it. noting. We, we're going to want to be specific, because there have been... Uh, ah, yes. There have been many... Uh, Different Robin Hood movies. Sorry, this is the uh, original one heard. from the 13th century. <laughs> yes, yes, this this was released. They had a the really good century. budget, hence the fact that it exists. But yeah, <laughs> and you know somehow they they ha- they also had access to a time machine, which allowed them to grab Russell Crowe from the future and bring him back, and then send I don't know him who back. Russell Crowe is. Is that the main guy? He he plays Robin. Okay, Robin Longstride, a stud, by the way. Anyway, uh, but anyway, this is the 2010. Robin Hood, directed by Ridley Scott. A actually somewhat controversial movie. I don't know if you would have guessed that. And it's not controversial because there's like like some nobody said anything like racist or like Well no, it's, it's not 2010, like, so canceling wasn't a thing. I'm not yeah, that's thinking true. that way. Um But I guess yeah, we can start it off like this and then we'll actually get what into was the, the movie itself. So know. it's kind con- the controversy is that okay, well first off, the legend, the tale of Robin Hood is typically a, a lighthearted Sometimes it's told with animals, you know, and like well, this one had horses instead of people. No, but that's no, you know what I mean. Like the the characters are literally animals. That oh speak shoot, English. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like like yeah. There's versions okay. of it that are like that. Where like I think Robin is like a a fox instead of that's nuts. Bro turned yeah. furry for them. It's Keep a it, but it, but it's like a cartoon anyway. Yeah. Um, and like some of the other the older live action ones are a little bit more like campy, goofy, a little bit. That's very, what I thought it was gonna be. Com- compared to this, uh, compared to this, this is like watching. They're like night and day almost. This is a yeah. much darker. The the whole premise of this movie, the whole idea that it was built on, is that Ridley Scott, um, is had he had previously worked with Russell Crowe on Gladiator, which is an amazing movie that we will watch. Um, and I think he saw what they did with Gladiator, which was an original story. Well, no, sorry, not a, a completely original story. I won't, we won't get into it. Um, but th- it was very successful, kind of like older, not like a war medieval. I don't want to say medieval, but it's like a period piece kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. action drama thing. And he was like, I want to take Robin Hood, this legend, and do a realistic, like, what would I think he would look like? What does this story look like? If it was true, if that makes sense, like it, like yeah. trying to be as realistic as possible. I think that's the best way to put it. And he did that. And I personally think he did that really well. Like the real, the, like the not campy, not lighthearted, like it's very, it takes itself very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people didn't like this movie because of that. They wanted a campy, happy, lighthearted, the other ones. Goof- yeah. And, that's my response to that, and I am a, I am of the belief that this is the best Robin Hood movie, and I guess I should be honest and say that I haven't watched any of the other ones, but I'm not interested. I'm not interested in watching a movie that's called Robin Hood Men in Tights. Like if Men in if Men in Tights is the subtitle of your movie, that's got I'm my not, attention. I can't lie. I, I'm not going to watch it. I might watch it, but I I would be surprised if I liked it as much as I like this movie. This is one of my favorite movies ever. I saw it okay. when it came out. In theaters back in 2010. Um, You'd have been like, what, eight? uh, How old am I? 21. 12 years ago. Uh, Nine. 
Would you Nine. Like me to do the math? <laughs> How long I'm have tired. you been out of school? <laughs> Hey, I, 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 uh, I'm a teacher, man. I, I do math. I, all, I used all my math brain juice earlier when we were doing long division gotcha. today with the fourth graders. Oh, um, long division's the worst, right? Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I hate yeah. that. Canadians can't even do it right. Like, you know, I can't. Stupid. I tell you, so here's my issue, and then we'll get back to Robin Hood. Because teachers are always like, <laughs> I'd be sitting there like, right, why are you making me do this when i got a, a beautiful calculator right beside me here that can do all of this work for me? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to go drop it down, pull it over? No. <laughs> and she's drop like, oh, down. you're going to use it later. <laughs> okay, I'm well, not. Okay, okay, well, okay, well, okay. Well, 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 I did use it later. Was it any more useful? No, because now we're talking grade 12 university <laughs> level functions, which I was only in due to being forced into it by my father. That is the only <laughs> other time I used long division, and it was when different. <laughs> graphs and things didn't work on graphs and things and they were swiveling around and the teacher's like so a calculator won't be able to do this for you and then i'm like right then i sure as heck won't be able to i've failed everything so far if the calculator can't do it i'm screwed <laughs> so yes long division was used later uh-huh. in my life for about five months i never actually used it right and i will never touch it again <laughs> okay, that's my well, long division story to be fair i do think there is some value to knowing your division tables, but that is different than knowing that is how different to do than long division. division. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because kids will be like, but the thing is, long division helps you learn your, uh, learn like d- division, like patterns and all that kind of stuff. Just the more you practice doing that stuff, like what's the biggest common denominator of this, and how many times does this go into this? Oh, it's, anyway, we're talking about math right now. Let's stop. Yeah, um, I, I my math career ended a while ago. I'm not trying to yeah. bring it back. Um, where do we want to Robin start Hood? with this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh well, I would. I do want to. We were talking a little bit about perception of the movie. Yeah. Um, it seemed like people either really liked it or really kind of didn't, or they thought it was kind of boring. <clears throat> Which I can understand, but I am a person who likes movies like this a lot, and I don't like every single scene. I love it. That's just kind of how I am. Uh. But uh, why don't we uh, actually kind of – oh, well, here. I'm tr- I was trying to think of where to start. This is a good, this is a good place to kind Give of start a quick going summary. The story. Yeah. Um, well, not quite a summary, but the, the whole premise of the story of yeah. this movie is uh, uh, Ridley Scott was kind of wanting to do a like, like an origin story of Robin Hood, if that makes sense, like how he became the legend that or the tale that we know now. Um, a lot of like Robin Hood movies are kind. Of, they like already start when he's already like doing his thing. But like, this is like Robin's still in King Richard's army. King Richard dies, and we jumped a few steps ahead, and it's it's Robin becoming a man of the people and looking out for them, and that's where the movie leaves off. But uh, essentially, what happens at the very beginning, uh, Robin's in the army. King Richard dies. They they flee because they're like, King's dead. They're in the stocks, by the way, because of an altercation disagreement thing that happened previously. Uh, and they're like, well, King's dead, so let's, this is our chance to just be free men. We're, we're at the end of the crusade. Uh, we're almost back home to England. Let's just, like, freaking go, bro. And so Robin, Little John, um, 
<laughs> I, I can only ever remember little John and Robin. Uh, but there's two <laughs> other, there's two, two of his other friends. I should you know, know their names. I actually can't remember the names. Yeah. I didn't see them, but. Well, little John is the dude. Oh my gosh. I, I'm going to, we'll talk about it later, but he has one of my favorite scenes in this movie. Little John is like the really big dude with the hammer. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, yeah, I know, but... I know little John, but the other two, okay. I'm but the other name. two. Yeah. One, one of them sings and plays the lute and they're all three archers actually. Um, him, Robin and the other dude. Uh, but what I was saying is, yeah, so they're kind of escaping. They're like, we're just going to make a name for ourselves. This is our chance to escape. And then they stumble upon uh, the French have ambushed uh, the king. Well, no, the king's um, dead. The people taking his crown. Well, sorry. It's supposed to be the king's envoy. But oh, they, the, yeah. the, French, the French don't know that the king has already died. They were planning on killing him. And so they're like, wait, what? And then they find they find out that the crown is in one of the horses horse the king's horse's satchel, and the horse runs away before they can get to it. Robin and his men find the horse, and there's two Frenchmen chasing it. They kill the Frenchman, but one escapes. They follow the Frenchman back to the other Frenchman and kill most of them. A couple of them escape, and now they find themselves with a crown. But they also stumble upon, uh, what's his first name? I don't remember the du- guy that lives. Loxley is his last name, yeah. and that's what's important. Um, Loxley is the son of Sir Walter Loxley, who lives in Nottingham, and he at the his son who is dying asks Robin to take his sword back to his father, and Robin's like, "No, homie, I got you." <laughs> well, initially he say, he's like, "Bro, what?" He, he doesn't he doesn't say no, but he, but he is reluctant at first. He's like, "What are you gonna do?" make me stop or like make but he, me do it but so they have the sword and they have the king's crown and they decide that they see there's an opportunity here we can take the crown and get re- and get rewarded for bringing it back and and then we can retire basically is what is their thought process and so that's what they do they pose as knights they take the the, the knights that have been killed in the ambush they take their armor and they just pretend to be knights because the thing is you don't have photos you don't have like you know there's no security like a lot of people don't know who people are so if you just say you're a knight like <laughs> yeah no, that, the... see that's the thing with like these this movie and stuff right is i'm like how are you how are people not better at crime like how are you still getting hunted down <laughs> well it really depends the thing is these guys have been away on a crusade for 10 years so nobody's seen them in 10 years so nobody no, know, like but i'm talking like when uh when, skipping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. Robin Hood, the, the this French guy is trying to hunt him down. How are you getting caught? How are you in the 13th century? You gotta up your game there. I'm sorry. If you're getting caught when they cannot have any when trace has, of you other than word Instagram, of mouth, there's no Snapchat maps. <laughs> there ain't no Snap map. Like, how are you getting caught? But keep going. I mean that. I mean that is a fair point, but I I don't know. I think it's it, it's definitely a different world. They were people were better yeah. at navigating without like. There's a few Google yeah, Maps. There's definitely and, a like, few beefs I have with this 13th uh, century. Not how it's portrayed in the movie, but just the 13th century in general. Just the century. Yeah, it was whack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's cancel the 13th century. <laughs> but anyway, let's. The thing is, there is a lot into this movie, so it might seem like. We're talking a lot about what happened, but there is a, it, it maybe I don't want to, 
it's it's complex. I don't want to say it's complicated, but basically there is a whole other subplot. He doesn't want to say it's complicated. He's just gonna like use a synonym. That sound complex sounds more sophisticated, I think, and intelligent. Okay. Complicated makes it sound like I'm complaining, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm complaining. <laughs> but anyway, where were we? They return the king to the royal family, and he meets King Richard's. Did I say they return the king? They return the king's crown. Is what I meant to say. Um, and while actually, real quick, while they're on that boat toward back to London, um, they sing a f- absolutely fire sea shanty. Um, I know the name of it. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, Row me, bully boys, row. I freaking love that song. Every time they sing it, sometimes when I'm watching this movie, I'll rewind so that I can hear them <laughs> sing it again. I just love how it sounds. Don't you like you know? Only on a country music podcast will you have people raving about 13th century sea shanties as a legitimate bop. But I agree. Like you can't, (laughs) you can't tell me like, "Row me, bully boys, row." Like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Like, actually, I'm just saying, like, it's a banger. I've we need a Zach Bryan cover. I don't want to. I don't want a Zach Bryan cover of that. I feel like who would do a good. Um, maybe Randy Hauser would do a decent, but it's gotta be a group, right? Oh, that's a good, to get that uh, harmony. We can, we, well, we can, we can make a mega, we can make a sea shanty mega group like the panhandlers. So we take like Randy Hauser. What are some other, like, like I'm thinking like deep, like strong voices, like like Cody Johnson, Cody Johnson, Chris Stapleton, Randy Hauser. And Um, we need a fourth. Chris Young. Getting, this is a <laughs> okay. Chris Young could sure. Why not? He can be there, I guess. Uh, anyway, but that that song is a banger. I actually freaking love it. the The vibes in that scene are like actually like immaculate. It's like the lighting and like Robin is sitting there looking at the sword and he's he recognizes the the uh, inscription that's on the hilt and he's like, why do I recognize this? And then with his friends singing in the background, it kind of has a good vibe to it. But anyway, it's one of my favorites. Jaren's all about those 13th century aesthetics. I am. I I love movies like this. Freaking Braveheart, a freaking banger movie, bro. Um, But yeah, they return the crown. Uh, It goes by without really a hitch. Everybody's just kind of like, we don't really know who, uh, what's his name? Robin. No. Loxley. we don't really like they just nobody recognizes anybody because it's been 10 years you know um and so they return the crown and they're done so they're they're off robin and the boys and and they're like well it's time to go our separate ways we've it will be safer that way and everybody's like robin dog we've been homies for like more than 10 years now like why are you trying to break up the band right now and robin's like and to be fair robin is it's a smart move but like also like i wouldn't want to leave the boys either you know and um robin decides that he he feels that they've been the fates have i think he literally says this the fates have smiled upon them and he feels that if he doesn't return the sword to sir loxley that it is asking it's inviting darkness it's an it's asking for trouble and he feels that out of goodwill he should return the sword to loxley and not yeah so this is where the story really gets going this is when robin hood starts to become robin hood and we can maybe fast forward here a little bit kind of like speed run a little bit more 
Robin and the boys roll up to Nottingham. Robin's like, all right, this is this is where we part ways, which is not the case, um, which leads to another one of my favorite scenes. Oh, I freaking love it. Anyway, so Robin goes to talk to Sir Loxley. He meets Miriam, who is the widowed wife of Sir Loxley's son who died when he gave this giving the sword to Robin. And fast, uh, long story short, her and Robin do begin to fall in love. But before they fall in love, uh, uh, Miriam begrudgingly uh, agrees to essentially become Robin's wife because Sir Loxley proposes that while his son is dead, um, Miriam needs a husband to inherit the land. And he thinks Robin seems like a, like Robin could have just not returned that sword, you know, and he's, yeah. he's he, he likes it. And so he, 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 he admire, he, he start he already begins to trust Robin's character. And so he's like, you know what, Robin, I have an offer for you. You can literally, inherit all of this stuff when i die you just need to marry you just need to become my son essentially in name and miriam doesn't like isn't at first into this because you know she just found out her husband died she hasn't seen him in 10 years and she's like who is this dude you know but they start to fall in love um because she starts to see how much of a freaking stud uh robin our guys yeah um he does lots of different things he just helps out like the townsfolk he he helps he helps her get out of a mud pit. He helps a goat get like he does all this kind of stuff. Um, but the first night he's there, I want to backtrack a little bit. The first night he gets there, they celebrate because Robin has become Sir Loxley's son, which means there's hope is essentially, you know, there's cause to celebrate. Um, kind of like the prodigal son. Oma. Well, and. A similar vibe to the prodigal son returning and like the and only the it's a different son it, and and it, and it, yeah and he hasn't done been spending money unwisely his inheritance unwisely it, it's just the the celebration part <laughs> anyway uh there's a scene in the pub with robin's friends who are drinking and it's funny because so there's a ton of women here and because all, all of the men have either died or uh, they've well, most of them have died or they haven't returned yet from war, and so there's a bunch of either widows, there's just a bunch of single women, and there's not very many men, and so they're all like, look at all, I, they're literally are like, there's so many women in here, <laughs> I freaking love it, and there's a scene like just like ten minutes before, there's a scene where John, and the rest of the, uh, Robin and John and the rest of the boys are sitting around a fire. And John's like, sing a song. They're singing songs, and John's like, sing a song about a a strong woman. He says something like that. And well, and then ten, fast forward ten minutes later, and he he sees this. He sees a a big woman in quotation marks uh, at the pub, and he looks at her. He's drunk. He looks at her and yells across the the pub and goes, "I'm gonna make you smile." And bro, every time, every time I watch this movie, I freaking love that scene. <laughs> it's hilarious. Sorry, there's just something about um like this absolutely massive drunk dude looking at like just I don't know. I'm sorry, it cracks me up every time. Um, I just wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I if you can't tell, I really like this movie. Um, but yeah. Um, so while all this stuff is happening with Robin, uh, kind of helping around Nottingham, um. <clears throat> In the background, uh, and this is, I only got to rewatch half of this movie because last night it got too late and I needed to go to bed. I was going to try to rewatch the whole thing. I didn't have time. So I might have you kind of pick up from here because it's more fresh in your mind. You might be able to, 
you want to do that or should I keep going? So I'll do my best. You'll have to correct me because there's a, there's a few okay. things I we'll was a little confused on. It can, I will say this movie can be a little confusing because it does have some plot. A lot of plot. On. So actually, I will, yeah, we should say, um, so behind, there's a second main plot line behind the whole Robin plot line. The French are trying to uh, take over England. They're, tr- they're they're using Richard's death as a as a uh, like a catapult. They're it's a it, like it's a, cause. a it's a well they're they're using it as a good it's a good time to invade because they see John is vulnerable because well yeah because King John is literally an idiot like he just yeah. is like he's he doesn't he's actually a piece of crap um and so. The King John's friend, uh, I know, uh, I'm too tired for this. Godfrey, that's his name. He, yeah. he gets rid of his old advisor, and Godfrey becomes his new advisor. Well, what he doesn't realize is that Godfrey is like half French, and Godfrey Again, is no one is actually, knows who you are. It's the 13th century. Yeah, it, yeah. Godfrey is sided with the French, and so that and Godfrey is one of the people that has uh, was part of the ambush that killed the king's knights in the woods and so he's been plot they're plotting this whole time literally to looks like to Voldemort too yeah he got that bald head kind of scarred kind of vibe um pale so that's the second plot line and so uh while this is happening robin's doing his thing i'm trying to yeah okay um basically uh robin We'll fast forward a little bit. We can wrap up the summary because towards the end it gets pretty straightforward. Basically, yeah. um, the King John, following Richard's death, has started to raise taxes even more, and this is making a bunch of the lower what are they called? Uh, like they're lower like the class people, lords. They're lords, um, lords oh. of like different. Yeah, and it's making those different. Like like so like Sir Loxley is a lord. And they're they're kind of like almost like mayors of towns is yeah. basically would be our equivalent. Um, they're starting to get upset and they're starting to revolt. Well, Robin manages to kind of be the guy that brings everybody together and they rally under him to fight back against the French who they have discovered are plotting against him. Um, against uh, King John. Yeah. And King John also kind of begrudgingly agrees because he sees Robin as an, a chance to gain tr- more trust. Um, well, after all of this, uh, there's a Robin and the rest of the Lords and the King and his men. They all, there's one big final climactic fight at the end of the movie they to fight the off French. The, the French that are invading and they win. But the thing is at the end, because they won. Everybody sees Robin as like, yo, Robin is this great guy. He's a man of the people. Well, that's how King John wants to be seen. And so King John gets jealous and labels Robin a, uh, a criminal, an outlaw from the, an outlaw. And so there's a, like the, at the very end of the movie, they're putting up like wanted posters for him. And that one, there's this one sheriff, the sheriff of Nottingham, actually, who's a, who's a douche. Um, he's like, I need a, I need a hammer. Cause he wants to put up the thing and then an arrow comes out of nowhere and pins it. And it's, it's like a little funny joke because it's Robin somewhere out there watching. And he, he, he's so accurate with a bow and arrow that he was able to put it between his two fingers. Um, but that's kind of the more straightforward story, but what are your thoughts on this movie? 
Because um, I'm interested. <clears throat> so, I enjoyed it. I like... I definitely like the whole medieval vibe. I like the different time frame. Especially coming from all the Bond movies where everything's mm-hmm. so either current or like a little futuristic. I thought it would be a nice switch up. It was. It was like, okay, so we're fighting with swords again. Now again, if I'm in the army here, right, this is not hard to survive. They're shooting dinky little arrows at me. Shield. Okay. Bang. Block. <laughs> you want to throw some lunky sword at me? My reaction time, you try and hit me with it. Bang. Dodge. So the fact these guys are dying is shameful. But. You have to be capping right now. It's besides the point. Because <laughs> I understand not ca- everyone can be me. No, <laughs> but. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Bro, okay. Oh, okay. I, know, I know you're joking, but like real talk, <laughs> the armor that the, the thing is, if you don't want to die, you have to wear armor. But if you want to be yeah. fast, you can't wear armor. No, it's definitely like a pick your poison. Yeah, it's, um, you know. <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, as for the movie itself, I bro, just dodge. That's what <laughs> maybe, I'm saying. I don't maybe get try it. not dying. Bro, me when the king dies. Uh, maybe take the piece of wood out of your neck, dumbass. <laughs> but just go to the doctor. Like, that's what I do when I get hurt. I just pull up to emerge. So like, oh shoot. Anyways, um, I definitely found it a bit. Well, <laughs> the thing is, I am not a serious. Just tell me how person. you feel, Evan. What? Okay. I said, just tell me how you feel. You're not going to hurt my I'm, feelings. No, because I, I like the movie, but I'm not a serious person. So I can be, but not when I'm watching like a movie like this, especially when they switch over to the scene in the church and there are two of the worst haircuts I've ever seen in <laughs> my just, life. It's how Friar's hair, it's just how Friar's I'm just hair. there. I, I paused it. I was like, yo... <laughs> Evan's like, hey, yo, who what messed him that? up like that? <laughs> I was like, dang. You are I'd talking about the friars, right? I'd shackles and gold back if I, if I looked in the talking about the bishop and the friar? What? talking about the bishop and the friar. Yeah. One guy's got bangs looking like a comb. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like they have a Jewish yarmulke on their head, except, but it's not a yarmulke, it's their hair. It's yeah. so bad. <laughs> I am just judging old things that they couldn't control, but watch me. Um, <laughs> overall, I like the movie. I like Gen Z's a lost cause. Oh my gosh! You guys are the worst. <laughs> Other than me, but um, I'm in Gen Z too, so it's not <laughs> true. But except other than me. Anyways, okay. All right. Um, All right. All right. Okay. Like you were saying with the movie trying to be like more realistic and stuff, I like that one of the plot lines was taxes <laughs> like i kind of yeah. like that this is a running thing pulling england apart is taxes i was like you know what i can see this happening i can i can see how this works um it was a bit crazy how fast they kept getting to each other but i, I guess they probably didn't want to show the like three weeks of shipping across the seas to get to england yes um but every now and then i was like yo there, we're there, there are already? some small time jumps and stuff like that yeah yeah like Voldemort was moving crazy. This Godfrey guy was going so fast. I was well, yeah, like, I think I think there's a kind of like a montage, a little bit of him doing some like pro- horrible things. No, it was, it was. But I was just oh, like, dang, he's. Moving and we should mention that at one point, Godfrey and his men show up, roll up to Nottingham, to to essentially rape and pillage it, under the order of the king. Um, 
except he's kind of they're kind of acting as the French. They have the permission of the king, but they're kind of being like way more horrible than they should be. But basically, they're gonna kill the whole town. And then this is when Robin kind of rallies everyone. Yeah. Um, I forget what town it was, but he finds the town that he grew up in with his father. Um, he learns more about his family. This is one of my one of my favorite things about this movie. I like kind of the history that he kind of has with his father. He thinks his father abandoned him, but it's not really. He was so young that he can't really remember. And I really like the scene with like the fountain where, and then they like they prop they upturn a stone and his old handprint is cemented on the underside of the stone. And I think that's really cool. But it's there where he's able to rally everybody together, and they. <coughs> Do they get word that Nottingham is under attack? Is that what happens? Yeah. They get word that Nottingham's under attack, and so they're like, hey, yo, let's go mess them up. And so they do, and it's pretty. It's a pretty dope scene. The boys is back in town. I really enjoy the action in this movie. Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so what? any other thoughts? Because you've mostly just complained about haircuts and, uh, and uh, taxes. Um. <laughs> Like a proper Englishman, proper. like a, prop, a proper roadman, <laughs> proper roadman thing. Um, <laughs> Oi, suck your mum. Oi, Anyways. Oi, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the whole vibe of the old English stuff, the medieval things, the medieval sets, the medieval costumes, and everything. like you're just a cool switch up from the James Bond, which we've been doing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. There was one thing I was just about to say that I was building into. What was it? This has fleeted my mind in. Well, I'm gonna let you think, and I'll, 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 I'll give some thoughts. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, there is probably definitely some bias, just because I, I watched this as a kid, and I, I, I grew up watching Lord of the Rings, and, and like other, I watched Braveheart and other like old medieval war movies, act like these big medieval epics is probably the best way to put call them epics um and so there's probably some bias there um and i can understand why some people might maybe find the movie a little bit too too long and so yeah i mean i get that but i uh i love i love the soundtrack i really really like it i love my favorite parts of the soundtrack are when they really embrace like the more like celtic like the fiddle and like uh, like there's some, I think the, th- the song that plays, maybe it's during the credits, but it's, it's that stuff. It's the, I think it goes like, it's something like that. I don't know. Um, but I, I really like it. There's a couple of songs on this soundtrack that I do occasionally come back to just cause I, it makes me feel <laughs> epic. I don't know. It's one of my favorite soundtracks. I think it's slightly underrated, but I, this movie just, I really really like it for maybe no reason in particular that i just i don't know it 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 strikes a it strikes a chord chord with me and it just it just works for me it's another movie like that for me is man of steel which i might have us watch but it's like the the superman movie from 2013 yeah and that is also a uh another kind of divisive movie you either kind of love it or hate it or you're just kind of like it's boring (laughs) so it's kind of similar to this movie in, in that sense yeah, and I think they both have really good soundtracks. But did you? Uh... I think my I couldn't I couldn't get the one thing. But but closing thoughts on Robin Hood. If I if I be serious for a minute and stop dissing their haircuts, 
Um. <laughs> yeah, like actually, give give me some like, what do you think of these characters? Like, what what Mary? Like, were there decisions that you were like? Were there any scenes that really like stuck out to you? Like, what are we what are we working with here? Or were you just having a good time? Were you just vibing? A good time, but um. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, okay. I didn't what? like the one scene in the bar. I can't lie. I know you. You didn't like scene. it. I you was just there like, man, this is some sad attempt at trying to get some mid-looking woman. This, that's what like, it is. That's literally what it is. I know, but I'm just there like. <laughs> also, hey yo, Evan, chill with the mid-looking women. <laughs> what? Are okay, you gonna debate it? Okay, literally. Are you gonna debate it? No, I'm not gonna debate it because literally some of the dialogue they literally say. The key is you start with the homely one on the left and work your way up. Like that's literally it's literally a line that they say. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of funny. Um I'm but we we are advocates of women. I'm actually wearing my breast cancer shirt. I'm a boob advocate, so women are cool. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I thought it was cool. I like the fight scenes. I like the overlapping plot lines. Even if I got a little bit lost at a few times, Jared's still laughing because he said boobs. Sorry. Um, okay, that was funny though. That was funny. It was. <laughs> um, rating. Well, I'm what do you give it? Go ahead. Go ahead and rate it. I'm gonna give it a seven. A seven mm-hmm. out of ten. I enjoyed it. I think maybe if I watch it back. N- with a better understanding of what's going on, I would enjoy it more because I would yeah. be more. I think I think I forget a lot of the specific scenes or different aspects of the movie don't stand out because I'm so focused trying to understand what's going on. So maybe if I watch I, it back a second time, I would appreciate it more. But I'm gonna uh, seven for now. I do think this movie, and I, I will admit, I think this movie can sometimes be slightly confusing. Maybe it doesn't fully like help you understand yeah. exactly what's going on always. But it's because it's kind of it's kind of trying to fit a lot into into a, into a little, even though it's two and a half hours long. Um, so I think that would maybe be my biggest criticism, and a, a reason that doesn't really happen to me now is because I've probably watched it at least. This is probably like my seventh time seeing it, so it's like I I know what's happening. I've watched it enough to to understand everything that's going on. Um, uh, but actually, I wanted. To, what did you think of the scene with Sir Loxley, Walter Loxley, the mostly the legally blind old man who tries to defend his home and gets like brutally, like just dis. What what's the word I'm looking for? Dismantled. Disres- di- well, dismantled, but also disrespected by that stupid Frenchman Godfrey. But he gets a cut in on him. He does. Imagine being so bad that a blind man still hits you with a sword. That's true. That's true. Uh, but that scene. But then he just gets pissed off. He's like, "Oh shoot, he can actually hit me!" Dang. Yeah. Dead. That that's that scene always makes me so sad. It was actually kind of sad to see. I was kind of rooting for him. Because it's just not like well, because you you're supposed to like Sir Loxley and you're supposed to not like Godfrey because he's an asshole. And so when you see him, when you see Godfrey kill Loxley. A blind dude in the way he did, yeah. The, the, it's like he has even... no threat to anybody. Yeah, and and it's just like I think they in that scene they do a really good job of you wanting that guy to die. I really like how he dies at the end, where Robin freaking yeah, like, three sixty no scopes him from like a, a mile away with a bow and arrow. Freaking love it. Good scene. Um, Writing from you, Mir- Miriam S tier wife. Get me. Miriam looks Mir- like Casey Musgraves. King. King 
That was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, shoot. Really? Eric Church and Casey Musgraves are starring in a movie? Eric Church? You think Russell Crowe looks like Eric Church? I was Bro, just are... like, dang. <laughs> okay. Anyway, these are some interesting comparisons. <laughs> I could maybe see Casey Musgraves, but I don't really think Kate Blanchett looks like Casey Musgraves. But anyway, uh, Kings get you a woman like Miriam. Miriam, because she's a freaking S-plus tier wife. Uh, but I would uh, – rating. Mine might be a little bit higher than yours just because I'm a little – I just – Oh, yeah. Every time I watch this movie, it's just one of those things. I think maybe – like maybe you could relate with like there's a certain album. Maybe you know it's not like the best, but you like – Yeah, I was going to say it, not it a movie, but you. an album I can probably yeah. relate to. Um, I just love this movie. Like I love it enough to have it on 4K. I've watched it many, many times. This is the second time I've watched it in less than a year actually. Um, I'll say at least an eight and a half. It might be low, depending on like what day you like, how I'm feeling on a day. It might be a little bit lower. It might be a little bit higher, but I'll say I'll give it an eight and a half. I know it's it's probably not that high. It's not perfect, but I freaking love this movie. Um, do we want to do some? I think I have some some trivia trivia pulled up here. We can do some little. This one is one that I didn't know. (coughs) Gosh, excuse me. Um. There was a, a sequel was planned, but due to uh, this movie's poor performance uh, in the box office, it was uh, it was canceled, which is kind of yeah. sad to me. I think it would have been cool to have a sequel to this movie. I'm because obviously I'm a big, big advocate for it. Um, but oh, here's here's a one that I thought was kind of interesting, um, just because it kind of made sense once I heard it. Um, Alan Doyle, who is the actor who played uh one of robin's friends he's the guy who's like always singing and playing the uh the lute yep um he's the lead singer of the canadian band the great big c i don't know if you've ever heard he is as soon as you said alan doyle i didn't i didn't think of that when i saw it but once you said alan doyle just i was like wait a minute oh okay so yeah we have great big c on cd okay i've i don't know who they are you Um, if you want sea shanty music Great big C, I'm telling you. Like they actually okay. have some bangers. Okay. Man, oh, so that Alan Doyle was like, I got the perfect song. Exa- ex- that's exactly what it okay. is. It's Alan oh Doyle saying, This is my element. Let me do it. Oh, I freaking I freaking love it when they sing that freaking song. Keep going. I, I'm gonna pull up some of my favorite great big C songs. Okay. Um I thought this was <laughs> kind of funny actually. So Ridley Scott was the director. He said that the only previous Robin Hood movie that he thought was any good was Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the one Jaren hates. <laughs> well, I've never, I haven't seen any of the ones before this. I just kind of, uh, it's ignorance. That's what it is. Uh, I just don't care. Like I've seen this movie, and this is all, the only Robin Hood movie that I need to exist. I don't care. I don't care about any of the other ones. Um, this is kind of cool. Um, George, the horse that Russell Crowe rode in Gladiator, which is the film that I was talking about. Um that I mentioned earlier that he did with Ridley Scott. Um, actually that movie came out 10 years before this one. That movie is now 22 years old. It came out in 2000, which is crazy. Um, but anyway, the George, which is the horse that Russell Crowe, uh, worked with in gladiator appeared in this movie. Um, look at that cameo, big George. Also, uh, rusty, the white horse in the movie that you see all the time. I think it's the King's horse. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, worked with uh, Russell Crowe and Les Mis. 
which came out two years after this movie, um, which is kind of cool. And Russell Crowe claimed that both of the horses recognized him <laughs> when he worked with them a second time. Russell Crowe is a freaking stud. Did you know who he was before this movie? Nope. I heard the name. That's it. Okay. Oh, 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 shout out to, you can't see them, but behind my blinds, well, actually it's out of frame. I have two plants on my windowsill. One is named Russell, and the other <laughs> one is named Crow. Oh, yeah. I, I, Evan has seen them, I think, actually. Uh, they're both ki- kinds of ferns. I I don't really... I got them, and I was like, I should name them. And I was like, Russell Crowe's one, probably one of my favorite actors. So I wrote Russell on a sticky note and put it on one, and then I wrote Crow on one and put it on the, put it on the other plant. Um... I knew I recognized him. <coughs> what? Russell Crowe. Okay. He plays Zeus in the new Thor movie. Oh, yes, he does. Which he's, I, I mean, hated. A, I yeah, hated that movie. My friends dragged me along to it, and it yeah. sucked. Okay, well, yeah, I think we may... Actually, we talked we about talked this last about it. episode, um, but there's a lot of different reasons why I also don't like that movie. It was very disappointing for me. El Thor. But I do think that Russell Crowe in that movie did a decent job at portraying a idiot Greek god. Because yeah. the Greek gods were self-absorbed idiots, and that's what basically what he does in that movie. So, good job, Russell Crowe. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Oh, this is interesting, actually. In response to criticisms that he was too old to play Robin Hood, Russell Crowe crash dieted before filming began i don't know what that means do you know what crash dieting is no okay well it's it must be some like hardcore form of dieting or something a lot of actors will like freaking henry cavill who plays superman will just like eat like broccoli like chicken and rice like four times a day for like six months you know and then just get absolutely yoked you know yeah yeah wild Hmm. This would have been weird, actually. I found one. This this can be the last one. Uh, originally, Russell Crowe was set to play both Robin and the sher- sheriff of Nottingham, but the idea was dropped. So I'm assuming they would have uh, like Robin would have looked like he normally does, and then if he when he was playing the sheriff, he would he probably would have had some prosthetics on, makeup, a, a wig, like all this other stuff to make him look different. Nah, the thing is weird. that yeah, but. They could have pulled it off too, though, because, like in in the movie The Darkest Hour, Gary Oldman, who who is an actor, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't know. Um, <coughs> he wears a ton. the The Darkest Hour is a movie about Winston Churchill, and World War Two. And in that movie, to make him look like Winston, they wanted him, they wanted him to look like Winston Churchill. Um, and they chose him because of how good of an actor he was. And so they, he like, they would put like a ton of makeup and prosthetics. He looked nothing like he normally does. He looks like some old fat dude who just drinks whiskey all day. Like, and so they could have probably pulled that off, but it would have taken a lot of effort and it probably wouldn't have been that worth it. So, yeah, (laughs) it kind of, that's a cool idea though. I'm not going to knock it. Um, but I don't know if you're in a medieval epics, maybe watch this movie. If you don't like this movie, talk to me about it. Cause I honestly would love to, uh, cause I like talking with people who disagree about things, but if you're going to be a little piece of crap about it, 
and refuse to actually have a conversation, then maybe Kick don't rocks. talk to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kick rocks. Um, uh, let's, uh, what movie? Oh, here, 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 here's what we'll do. We'll kind of throw this at the end of the podcast and then we'll end it. Um, what movie? I'm going to give you two options. I'll let you pick. We're either going to do, uh, we're either going to do Rocky as the next one or, um, we'll do, actually, is there a movie you want me to watch? That's a good idea. Is there like a movie that you just like, is there, is there a movie that like sticks with you that you're like, Jaren, I want Jaren to watch this unless I've already seen it. But we, can um, t- we can still I talk doubt about there's it. a movie I've seen that you haven't. Is there a movie that we haven't covered that like maybe holds a special place or just no? Are you just, just not, I hate you, man. Just not. I hate no, how like I I hate how like not attached to movies you are and how attached to genuinely to the I only am. movie I'm like attached <laughs> to would probably be Casino Royale because it was like I'm... the first like movie I watched that I really liked from this year I was like dang okay so now I kind of like hold Casino Royale as like my okay. movie I look but <laughs> I will take that because Casino Royale is in my opinion one of like uh, probably is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen so the fact that you like it that much does actually mean a lot i'm glad that i could i could play a part in that that's, like what that's movies cool. have i seen sean the sheep <laughs> <laughs> okay Should we do sean the sheep that's fair uh no <laughs> <laughs> maybe not yo sean the sheep style episode we just don't Ooh, talk i'm trying to i'm trying to i want to continue to try to diversify what we do so when we've already done sports so maybe let's not immediately go back into some more sports movies uh, so let's maybe, I'm thinking like a fun like heist movie. So maybe like the Oceans movies Ooh. that could be. Ooh, my brother loves those. I've never seen yeah, them. So, so we could maybe do the Oceans trilogy and maybe in between I can just pick some random movies. So maybe next week we'll watch Oceans 11 and then we'll start alternating. I'm down. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm tired. Merci for listening. That's Evan's thanks tired. For- Evan's speaking in partial French. Evan is speaking partial French, which means he's partially <laughs> gay. Um, so, uh, uh, on that note, uh, before this gets any more awkward, uh, uh, you guys have a you guys have a good day. <laughs>